Time to talk some racing. Uh, spring is, what, two days away, officially. And uh, the spring carnival pretty much underway, isn't it? And we've got a great day at uh, Ramwick on Sunday. You've got the tramway. Zaki, back. Bring it on. Uh, the Chelmsford as well. And uh, someone who will be very prominent throughout the spring and uh, was prominent there on the weekend, in fact, as Sweet Ride won the San Domenico Stakes. And its trainer is Annabelle Neesham, who joins us now. Annabelle, good morning to you. Morning, how are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Congrats on the win of Sweet Ride on Saturday. And uh, how's he pulled up? And, and I guess what were your confidence levels heading in? Oh, he's pulled up a treat um, that we would... We were double-handed in the race with, with him and Swiss Exile. Um, I thought they both had really good chances. Um, Swiss Exile had, had trialled up really well. But uh, Sweet Ride, you know, he had the advantage of having um, race fitness on his side. He'd had a couple of runs leading into this. And um, he's quite an energetic horse that requires a fair bit of work. So, um you know, every time he runs, he bounces through his he bounces through those races, and you can keep putting the work into him. So he, he's just very fit, um, very professional, and seems to always race well at Rose Hill. So um, look, he was he was a big price. Um, I wouldn't say I was surprised he won. I thought he I thought he was he would certainly be in the mix, but um, it was yeah really nice to actually see him sort of put the field away by a length and a half, and and you know really good colts behind him. Are those is the Golden Rose the grand final for those two, Annabelle? Um, it is for, for Swiss Exile. Uh, it is. Um, he probably just got a little bit tired late, just raced a bit fierce. But I thought there was a lot of merit in his run, um, and we know he can get the fourteen hundred. He ran second in the, in the Brisbane Sires. But uh, Sweet Ride, I just would query whether he'll get fourteen hundred. Mm. Um, but he's going to head towards the run to the rose, and if he put in a, you know, the same performance again, um, then I don't, I don't see why, why we wouldn't have a crack at the fourteen hundred with him. And you know, interestingly, Chad Schofield, you know, he said he actually felt a little bit out of his comfort zone for um, the first half of the race, and then you know, really accelerated late, and you know, they went a good clip the whole way, and he was only just behind that speed, so he was, you know, he was pretty tough late, and I think you know the fact that he. Chad said he felt slightly out of his comfort zone in the run, probably suggests that, that the 1,200 may actually um, help him. Annabelle, I think we're all looking forward to seeing Zaki uh, hopefully run on the weekend in the, in the tramway. He's had a couple of trials. What can we expect from him this weekend? Oh, he'll, he'll, I'd be very surprised if he didn't run a really good forward race. Um, it's not our grand final. He's not fully wound up by any means. Um, he's you know, his, we're wanting him to peak for the Cox Plate, but it looks a really nice race to start him off in. Uh, he won the race very convincingly last year, um, and I, I wasn't sure how he'd go over the 1400. I thought he might find a few a bit sharper than him, but he didn't that day. But um, look, different nominations. Profondo's um, holds the nom, so if he goes there, you know, he's got a had a run under his belt. He looks very smart. Um, but I, I can't fault our horse, um, and I'm going into Saturday pretty confident that he's going to run a big race. And, Billy, you're looking at the same pathway to the Cox Plate with Zaki as he did last year, going via the Underwood and the Caulfield Stakes. Obviously, you don't want the path being a scratching on race day. Sorry to bring that up. Uh, but is that sort of the path you're looking at? Uh, I haven't decided. I'm going to just see what the weather does, the, the luxury um, you know, with the racing calendars that in, in both Melbourne and Sydney. 
there's, you know, there's such a good program for these weight for age horses heading into that race. I don't think he was overly comfortable around Caulfield. So um, I think we'll just play it by ear, essentially, with the weather. Um, you know, we've got the George Main and the Hill Stakes in Sydney that look nice lead-up races. And if he was to go down there, we've, we've got the, the Underwood or there's even the Turnbull to consider. So, um, yeah, nothing set in stone at the moment other than he'll kick off this week and he'll be going forth up into the Cox Plate all being well. What was the wash-up from Mwanga's run in the Wink Stakes, Annabelle? He just got quite far back and then sort of boxed in. And he's a horse, you know, if you go through all of his runs, he's always being wound up from the 600. Um, and he just never really got that opportunity to get involved. And by the time he got out, you know, the, the race was sort of over. Um, so hopefully he can he can get into a position on Saturday in the Chelmsford whereby he's just got a bit more room and, um, yeah, can be wound up and, and show that, that long sustained turn of foot that he can. You also have Numerian nommed for the Chelmsford on Sunday. Gee, it was outstanding at the end of last preparation, winning, what, the Q22 and the, the Gosford Cup, I think it was as well. Uh, how is it tracking heading towards Saturday? Yeah, I'm really excited about him. He seems to have come up very well so far. He had a very nice trial yesterday. Didn't let him off the bridle with, with Saturday in mind, but um, he he just seems a lot more forward than he did going into last preparation. Obviously, it's only been a short turnaround from, from the Queensland Carnival, but um, he's on a Caulfield Cup path. Um, he'll likely be third up into that race. Um, so, yeah, he'll kick off in the Chelmsford and then, um, yeah, we'll hopefully head towards the, the Caulfield Cup middle of October. Uh, looking to the Furious Stakes this weekend, you've got Mumbai Jewel, Annabelle. Uh, how much improvement expected out of the Silver Shadow when it was five lengths back that day? Oh, I hope plenty. I was a little bit disappointed with the first up run and that I was feeling quite bullish going into it. Her work had been very, very good. I think she just she just peaked on her run, um, sort of 150 out and, and just levelled out to the line. But um, you'd expect natural improvement. Um, you know, most of our horses go to the races, you know, fit and fit, fit and ready to go first up, but with, with a bit of improvement left in them for the rest of the campaign. So hopefully she's going to take that um, natural step forward in fitness Um and, yeah, hopefully we can see her uh, in the mix because she's a filly we've got a really good opinion of. You've got so, so many good horses at the moment, Annabelle, but is there an emerging horse in your stable that we should keep an eye out for to progress this spring in particular? I think probably Swiss Exile, who who was third in the San Domenico. We thought there was a lot of merit in his run. Everything else that was up on speed faded, and, and he stuck on really well to his task, um, probably entitled to get a little bit tired late, but then sort of... Um, drew clear again after the line so he's one I'm I'm really excited about you know just once he's had a couple of hardened runs just to get him that little bit fitter anything in the next couple of days I think you got one or two today in at Newcastle tomorrow at Warwick Farm as well and Ipswich is there a runner for our listeners that uh, we can maybe have a dollar each way on <laughs> uh, probably tomorrow have a little flutter each way on flying witness and something on plundering up at Ipswich Okay, flying witness and plundering up at Ipswich. We appreciate that. It really appreciate your time, Annabelle. I hope you have a fantastic spring. Thank you. Thanks for having me on.